Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. It is Friday. It is Veterans Day. It is November 11th. And we want to thank you all for tuning in. And we also want to thank every single veteran out there that's listening or not listening. And if you all know somebody, if you know a veteran, pick up the phone, call them, thank them for their service. And, um... You know, that's why we're here. That They're part of the reason or, or the reason that we are here and can enjoy the freedoms that we enjoy as Americans every day. And uh, we, got, we got a veteran sitting here with us, Coach James Dickinson. Thank you, Coach. We appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate that. And everything you've done. Now, you know, um, we, just, we just can't say enough about the sacrifice that that's been laid down and, and taken and, and given by veterans over the course of the history of the United States. And uh, it's important for us to honor them. And today we honor them on Veterans Day, Friday, November 11th, 2022. Um, so there you go. Uh, we got a big weekend of football. We got football left. The The, the football – you know, it's not over, folks. I know a lot of people kind of feel deflated and feel like it's over. There's a lot of Alabama fans, and we've got at least three of them out of the four in this studio. Uh, Coach James Dickinson and uh, Clayton the Claw Harris. I'm Drake Colley, and the three of us are, are Alabama fans. And then we've got our outsider here, Coach Mike Lyle, and he's – I think he's he's kind of your your big orange is kind of where your heart is, wouldn't you say? I mean, uh, yeah, to, okay. at least around here now. And that's okay. We're my, not ri- my original big orange. Wears black. Wears black with it. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma oh, State. Okay. And, uh, and of course, they're the, they're Oregon. the biggest. They're the biggest. I was about heart- to say a jack o' lantern. I, I couldn't figure out. <laughs> Halloween's already gone. They're the biggest heartbreak. They're the biggest heartbreak bunch in the world. They'll go seven and zero, oh, and then the last three games okay. threw it all up, and they okay. did it again this year. So, well, and and so we just you know I, I want to tell like I said after the Tennessee loss to Georgia, don't step off that bridge. Don't don't do that. Life is going to go on. And life continues this weekend as the Missouri Tigers visit Knoxville and are 21-point underdogs. So the Vols are favored by 21 points. Uh, the Vols went out. They're and then in. there's some kind of chaotic uh, championship Saturday sequence go on. The Vols could somehow slip back into the top four of the college football playoffs. I, I think they're in because the loser – of Ohio State, Michigan, I think Tennessee's resume is much better than either one of those teams. Well, and they're, I think they're a little bit more exciting to watch. They are. I mean, Coach, they, they, but no, both both of you, mm-hmm. Coach Lyle and Coach Dickinson, don't you all feel that the college football playoffs and and the TV guys that kind of make those decisions, the committee, I mean, they take they take that into account. How exciting a team is to oh, yeah. watch. Right, yeah, I mean, definitely. It's, yeah. it's all what Clayton said. Resume, you got to win over 
LSU, you got a win over Alabama, your TV ratings off the rack, uh, you're in. Well, I, and yeah. you know, the high, as far as the high, the Heisman uh, will already be decided by then. So, um, and it's and it's probably now come down to C.J. Stroud and Hendon Hooker, um, and I feel as though Tennessee probably is going to win out. Um, and I would think C.J. Stroud is probably going to have to beat Michigan. To, yes. to get a, to get a, a legitimate, you know, consideration. Then you've got Bo Nix at Oregon, who's done a great job at Oregon. Yeah, he's eight to one. The next one at eight to one, and then Caleb Williams uh, out of at Southern Cal, the transfer that transferred with Lincoln Riley out to USC on the left on the left coast, west coast. Um, so those are about the top four right now, and he's eight to one. So you got. Nick's at eight to one, Williams at eight to one, and I want to say Stroud is about two to one, and Hendon Hooker's about three to one, if I remember correctly. And Tennessee so, yeah. has never had a Heisman Trophy winner, ever. Oh come on, uh, that, never. No, wait, just yeah, major, did, major, never did Majors win it? No, nope. nope. They got they Spurrier. Had, did Spurrier win it for Florida? Florida. Yeah, Spurrier was played at Florida. Oh, Alabama yeah. and Tennessee did not have a Heisman Trophy winner until Mark Ingram. Won it in two thousand nine, right? And Tennessee. I knew that about Alabama, but I thought Tennessee had one. Is that nope. right? Okay, Peyton Manning. Uh, don't right, don't bring gonna, up that heartbreak. We're going to no, get our we're going to get our crack did. crew of, of researchers on that and see what's going on. Char- we, we, yeah, Charles Woodson. Yeah, I don't, don't want to remember that part. That that that, that was the closest we, thing we I, talked about that yesterday. Yeah, and you know, and of course, uh, Joe Theismann changed the pronunciation of his name. From high, from Heisman, yeah, to, th- to Heisman. Heisman. Oh, th- yeah. I'm sorry, Thiesman to to Theisman. Theisman. Yeah, well, so it would rhyme with Heisman, Maj- and that's a God's honest truth. And Johnny Majors lost the Heisman to Paul Horning, who was on a losing Notre Dame team. Paul Horning's a hell of a hell of a de- hell of a football player. Yeah, but uh, but our guy from Knoxville. He punted. He kicked extra points. He played defense. He played offense. Paul Horning only played quarterback for Notre Dame, and they won three ball games that year. Yeah. We'll see if the uh, the curse or the uh, streak ends. And I don't. This could be the year. I mean, I don't know what the Heisman Trump, the people of the New York Athletic Club, which is who decides that um, trophy award. Well, I, I don't know what else they want. If you have somebody like Peyton Manning that could have easily gone into the pros. And chose not to, and come back for a fourth year in Knoxville. Well, I hate to dive off into a history lesson, but let's be honest: they didn't vote for anybody in the South, really, in the '60s and '70s when Brown was there because of segregation. They, okay, it just didn't happen. And well, they, all you sports writers were the East yeah, region, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and that kind of big went, newspapers, huge circulation. That kind of carried on through the eighties and the nineties. You didn't, you didn't see a lot of guys from the South winning the Heisman Trophy or from the Southeastern Conference. Uh, and then it finally started happening with more. a guy named Bo Jackson. Yeah, Bo and Herschel. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this weekend, like I said, the Missouri Tiger four and five Missouri Tigers go into Nayland Stadium. And I'm sorry, is it ne- I'm, I'm I'm 59 years old. Is it Neyland or Nayland? Which one is it? I think it's Nayland. Nayland Stadium. Nayland. Yeah. Nayland Stadium. Nayland. Okay. So Missouri goes into Nayland Stadium, and they're a three-touchdown three underdog uh, to number five Tennessee. Um, 
And that's an 11, 11 o'clock kickoff tomorrow, uh, Saturday. Um, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Keep, In the morning. I don't even know what day of the damn week. And if you're going to the game, bring a jacket. It's going to be cold. <laughs> okay. Football weather, man. That's it. Okay. Uh, LSU, number seven, LSU, seven and two, is going to Arkansas. And Coach uh, Lyle, we talked about this yep. game. We talked about this game in, in – Coach Dickinson, we talked about this game yesterday. I put it, but LSU's just a three and a half point favorite, and Coach Dickinson says LSU, uh, Arkansas is going to win that ball game straight out. So, yeah, the biggest question. Pigs, if that happens, watch out. Yeah. Yeah, watch out. Uh, so, biggest question will be whether Jefferson plays, where their quarterback Well, I, Arkansas for quarterback. Arkansas to win, I would think he's he, going to he, ha- yeah. have to play. If he, does, if he doesn't play, then yeah, they're, Arkansas's in big and, trouble. And then we talked about <clears throat> what, if, what if Arkansas wins? And what if Ole Miss wins? And then Ole Miss wins out, one loss. They go to the SEC championship game, play Georgia, and beats Georgia. Then they're in. Then, and Georgia's that, in. That's right. And, and, and Tennessee's that, out. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean it, and you know, I, I know it's crazy to talk about, but this is a conspiracy, conspiracy theory that actually makes sense and could probably happen, not just a fairy tale. You, you know think, what I mean? You think Bama's going to lose two in a row? Well, I mean, the, the, this year they they possibly could. I don't know. I mean, I, I Saban is Saban is is circling the wagons, bringing the wagons in right now. I would say, and and, and calling all all decks on hand, all those good cliches that that you use uh, to try to get your football team squared away and and back on a, a winning winning projection. Don't you think, Coach? I mean, yeah, yeah it's just. You don't, you don't win, or you don't win as many games as he did without being able to recover. And uh, believe me, they're gonna, they're gonna. <laughs> Let, let's be honest, though. He's gotten a new coordinator, an offensive and defense coordinator, nearly about you don't every, like, every other year. You don't, you don't like, you don't, you don't like the job O'Brien's been. Well, I, I just think at some point you're gonna run into a, to a guy that isn't as good as maybe the ones you've had before. I mean, look what Brian Dayball's doing with the Giants. Okay, look what Steve Sarkeesian's doing with Texas. Look what Lane Kiffin's doing with Old. But Nick. can you hold on to them? I mean, they come to Alabama. They do a great job. That's why they come to Alabama. Of course, they come to Alabama. I don't to, think he's worried about holding on to them. You think he just wants to get some production out of them and move on? And then you know, if they and move then on, they, they move on. Then you then know, move and, on. of course, they they're making a million and a half, two million dollars a year being an assistant coach or or a, a, or, a defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator at Alabama. So it's not a bad, like not a bad job on pay to begin yeah, with. He might he might like the 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 reputation of being the uh, what the rehabil- rehabilitation guru for coaches, right? And and you know he's right now. You know, Clayton, you were talking before the show before we came on the air. You were talking about people being Alabama fans in the state of Alabama. And of course they're all over the globe, but mainly in the state of Alabama being a little disgruntled with, uh, with Saban. And if he loses tomorrow. Yeah. Oh yeah. You think they will be calling? You think they'll, you think there'll be some calling for this, his, his job. I think they'll, they'll start saying what's wrong with him or is he getting too is old? He getting, is he losing? That, is he losing that age? Right. And I think, well, you've already heard some of that, I think. But, and I think he's heard some of it, and I think he's he's addressed it. But it's like Lane Kiffin said, though. You're just giving him goat fuel. <laughs> goat fuel. Uh, 
And I there, there's two things I've learned over the last decade. Don't write off Nick Saban and don't write off Tom Brady. No. Well, the theory, the bottom line here is Alabama's young. Uh, receivers, 18, 19-year-old kids. Receivers are terrible. I agree. Yeah. And, and that takes away from a lot of your offensive punch. And then, then at the end of the day, there's not a coach on that staff because it makes the tackle. There's not a coach out there that scores a touchdown. It's Blocks the kids. anybody. No, and it's, it's the kids out there not doing the jobs, what it is. They, they, you also look at the sideline. You look at the intensity that they play with. It's not the same as it was when Scott Cochran was there. I think that's a, a big story that people don't talk about is they miss having his energy on the sideline. Uh, yeah. You know, a lot of fire. And, look, I think Bill O'Brien's going to get a head coaching job this offseason. And I think Nick Saban's going to have to make a tough decision on Pete Golding. But I think he'll make it. I think a lot of it's going to do with – I'm telling you right now, if the NCAA will clear Jeremy Pruitt, he will be back in crimson and white. Well, there you go. Because you think about the last time he was over the defense, mm-hmm. they were very, very good. And, and in, in, defense of the, in defense of what you said for the receivers that are at Alabama right now, I mean, you're comparing – you're comparing them to first round Jay, picks: Jamison Williams, Jalen uh, Waddle, Jaylen Waddle, Devonte Smith. Devon, I mean, Henry uh, Ruggs, yeah. I mean, John Mitchell Jones. I mean, know. I mean, you can't. It's t- it's yeah, tough. I, I agree. Mean, yeah. No, they aren't those guys. But yes, they do need to make plays, and they had an an opportunity or two. And Gibbs, including the running back, had an opportunity to to make some catches that might have turned this season. Around and I don't think that we're looking for production like that from a whole from the whole group. It's just one person. Can one person be? Can one person step up? Step up and be the all season long. We got spoiled. We could take the top off any defense we played. Yeah, but this season we hadn't took a top off anybody. We don't throw it vertical. We don't. We don't throw the ball downfield. Don't have time. No, and it's some of it's that, and maybe it's just we don't have the guys. that can match up with some of the defensive backs that we've been playing against. If you were Bryce Young, would you pack it in? I mean, would you pull back? Would uh, you? Would you? Would you? Tomorrow? Would, would you? Would you put you? Would you put your long cleats away? I mean, I mean you know what I'm I saying. Mean, the, the fact what? we're only ranked tenth, that we've only failed the tenth, and, and there's some chance for some chaos in front of us. I think he plays tomorrow. If they win tomorrow, I think he keeps playing. I think if they lose tomorrow, he needs to start thinking about the. Uh, the NFL and uh, getting ready for it, and getting Ty Simpson and Jalen Milrow some some reps uh, the last couple of games this season to get ready for next year. That, that's the way I would approach it. But he's got another year eligible. He's not coming back. Uh, you don't think so? Oh, not a chance. Oh, uh, I don't know. Why did you buy that million dollar home down there on Lake Tuscaloosa? Then? Well, so he'll he for an investment because, because he remembers what happened to Tua. He can come back. <laughs> yeah, he can come down there in the off season and train and. Do all that, but you know they got him. You know as high as the first pick and as low as the third pick in the draft. So yeah, Lake Tuscaloosa is pretty nice, man. Oh, I, I mean, it. I wouldn't mind owning a million dollar home down on on Lake Tuscaloosa. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a beautiful lake. Yeah, yeah. There you have it. So, um, well, there's some there's some interesting uh, scenarios coming up with, and you know we're in the last three games of the of, of teams SEC teams that have about three games left. So there's some more football to be played and a lot more to be shaken out, so to speak. So, all right, we're going to take a break. Happy Veterans Day to all you veterans. If you know a veteran, give them a hug. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Give us two minutes and we'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee.
Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, joined by Coach James and Clayton DeClaw Harris. Good afternoon, fellas. How's it going? It is going. It's you know what? It's Friday. It's Veterans Day. Hug a, it's and it's Hug a Veterans Day. On top of that, call one up that you know and tell them and remind them how much you appreciate them and the sacrifices that they made so that we can live in this greatest country on this big ball we're riding around on. Called, so we can talk about Earth. sports. So we can talk about we can talk about sports. We can enjoy sports uh, tonight is the second round of the playoffs, and the only team in Murray County um, that's in the playoffs, that made the playoffs, and in the playoffs, and won their first round of the playoffs last week was the Mount Pleasant Tigers. The Mount. The Mount. Um, down in Mount Pleasant, Tennessee, what they call that place down there, the, 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 the jungle. The jungle. So tonight at 7 o'clock is kickoff, and Mount Pleasant – in the second round of the 2A playoffs, which means there are 16 teams left now in, in 2A across the whole state of Tennessee. 32, 16. So there'll be eight there'll be eight AA games played tonight. Correct. Um, and they play Parsons Riverside, which is over in Decatur. west of here. Decatur, Decatur County. Yeah. Decatur County. Um, across the Tennessee River, there. Uh, so uh, who's nine and two? Yeah, and they're uh, they're pretty tough. They, it's going to be it's going to be a, it's going to be a heck of a contest. They were one point away from winning their region. Lewis County, I think, beat them what fourteen to thirteen, fifteen to fourteen, fifteen fourteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yes, uh, big big game. So if you guys want if you guys want to see some quality playoff style uh, level quality football. High school football, get up, get up out of your seat, and get down to Mount Pleasant by seven o'clock tonight, and you'll see uh, the Tigers take on Parsons Riverside. I'm not sure what they call them, but uh, it doesn't make any difference. But I, uh, I tell you what's interesting about this whole scenario: Richland, who is the two seed out of Region Five that Mount Pleasant's in, got upset last week. You were at that game, yes, by, I was by Adamsville. So tonight, Lewis County will host Adamsville. If Lewis County wins and Mount Pleasant wins, you're going to have one of the biggest matchups in years next week in home. Lewis County, Mount Pleasant. Yes. It will be held in Lewis County. And it will be unreal. Wow. I mean, yeah, there's only, what, 30 miles, yeah. 20, 30 miles, 25 miles splitting those two communities up, I mean, distance-wise. And so. whenever they get the bypass finish on the Murray County <clears throat> side, you'll be able to get there in 10, 15 minutes. Okay. So, so I mean? 7 o'clock tonight, and the pregame show will be start, will start at 530 uh, with Barry Duke and myself, and we'll be having a bunch of uh, Murray County Public School Systems uh, dignitaries and administrative-type folks, Chris Pointer and uh, Jonathan Barry and Coach Keith Stacy. Uh, and then we'll also probably have on some Mount Pleasant City dignitaries. We might pull the mayor in and then the principal of Mount Pleasant High School. There's no telling who we might pull in. Whoever, uh, whatever uh, celebrity is, is walking around the game, we might pull them up on stage. And that pregame show will start at 530 with the games to follow at 7. Barry Duke and Coach Lyle will be, we be giving the – Play by play, correct. Clayton, are you going to be involved in that play by play? I will not. Okay, no, no I, w- I will not. Um, 
I, but I may be there. I may be there to watch. Drake, there's something I really hope you guys do discuss tonight, and I'm actually printing it off now so you can take it when you leave to go down. The okay. Closet. All right. What is but it? But the TWSAA announced the new regions for football for the next two years, starting next year in 2023. And I think it's very important that it gets So total up. realignment of the regions by and, the TWSAA. And classification. And then why did they why did they come to this decision to do this? Because every, every four years, I believe, uh, schools must give their enrollment number to the TWSAA after 21 days of school. Okay. So after 21 days of school this year, the TWSAA took those numbers and they reclassified schools based on their current enrollment. Mm-hmm. For example, in Region 4 2A next year, a 1A Fayetteville High School who has won state championships down there in Fayetteville, they're moving up. Richland, on the other hand, is going to move back down to 1A. If you look at Region 5 next year, which is the region that Mount Pleasant's in, it has eight teams in it. Those eight teams are East Hickman High School, Harpeth High School, Hickman County High School, Lewis County High School, Loretta, Mount Pleasant, Summertown, and Waverly Central. So that's that a, is brutal. That's tough. That is. I mean, those brutal. are all. So I mean, half, at least half of those are over half of the the schools you you mentioned are strong as far as football goes. Uh, as far as are extremely strong programs, there, there, high there, school there's, programs. There's going to be a good team out of that region that's going to have to go on the road in the playoffs for round one because the third and fourth seed. Go back over the list, and, I'll, and when you walk down through it, I'm going to tell you if they're good or not. Waverly Central. Waverly still in the playoffs second round. They hadn't lost one game this season. Lewis County. Lewis County has lost one game this season. Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant have lost one game this season. Second round along with Lewis uh, County. Yeah. Loretta. Loretta was the number four seed out of that region. They are done. Hickman County. Hickman County won three ball games this year. Harpeth High School. Don't know anything about Harpeth. East Hickman. East Hickman won four ball games this year. And Summertown. Summertown won one this year. So those three that you mentioned, one of those teams is going to have to go on the road next year. Yes. First round of the playoffs. Huh. That, that's pretty unbelievable, uh, all things considered. Now, I jokingly said this to our buddy uh, that that is into the sports writing business. He was asking me. He was actually sent me the regions when they came out earlier this week. For all the Columbia Central fans out there, I know we went three and seven this year, but you might want to add another win to that schedule because the region that we're in is definitely a win. Columbia Central, Franklin County, Lawrence County, Lincoln County, Shelbyville. Tullahoma and Spring Hill. One team has a winning record in that whole group. It almost sounds like the old District 8. It is. But everybody you named off then, except for two schools, made the playoff. Yeah. And only one has a winning record. I know. Huh. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So what we pull away from this is that Mount Pleasant with the – redistricting or re-regioning, whatever you want to do, reorganizing of, of di- realigning dist- uh, regions, they kind of got the short end of the stick. And Columbia got the longer end of the stick. Well, I they, mean, they, they got back to teams they're familiar with. Like you mentioned, it's the old District 8. Uh, you know, there's seven teams in that region, which means Columbia's going to have to find four non-region games. Mount Pleasant has eight. They're going to have to find three non-region games to play. And I think the the important question that needs to be asked tonight, Drake, will the Rumble in the Jungle Series be renewed? Well, I, and, and you're talking about will Mount Pleasant 
play Columbia Central again like they did the last two years. The last two years. Yeah. Uh, if you if you were Coach Hartsfield, would you? Money wise, I mean, yes. I'm, My, for for the money for your program. I, I'm, not, I'm just talking about would you do it? I'm not talking about one way or the other. I'm just talking about would you schedule Columbia? I, I would most definitely because being in the system for many years, I have been. Money is the issue of trying to fund the football programs, and so most definitely that right there is a boosting to your football program by getting them big gates every other year. Well, and you saw a high school coach this week talking about how they're losing money playing in the playoffs while the TSSAA is making how much was it? Was it a half a million? Half a million dollars a week. During the playoffs? Yeah, per week. It's a lot of money. Well, there you go. Uh, The Titans are in town Sunday. And they are playing the Denver Broncos. And the Broncos um, with Russell Wilson. And, and Russell Wilson is, I don't think, the Russell Wilson of old. I think that time is taking a little bit of a toll on his body in games. And Reckon it's the altitude he's playing in. I, I don't know what it is. He's not as fleet of foot. It doesn't seem like his, his arm is as strong and as crisp as it used to be. Well, he was bad in Seattle the last three years. He was. Uh, the Titans are a three-point favorite. And you know, I'm just telling you, spoiler alert on this game. I'd be I'd be very careful if I bet on the Titans this game. It's almost like a sucker uh, bet. Ryan Tannehill is questionable. Okay. His ankle is still in pretty bad shape. He was limited in today's practice, according to Jim Wyatt of the Titans official on the on the Titans official site. Uh Zach Cunningham, linebacker, is out. Mm. Uh, Bud Dupree, who's a defensive end, yeah, master, uh, just a, a quarterback pressure machine, is out. Amani Hooker, the safety, uh, the safety is out, will not play, obviously. Jeffrey Simmons, All Pro defensive lineman, sack master, sack machine, uh, he's got an ankle problem and he's ruled out. What? Yeah, Josh Thompson, another safety. Uh, he's got a knee problem, and he's ruled out. So, you know, they got open trials this evening. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> telling you, be careful before you call your buddy from Denver and and want to you know make a make a bet on the Titans with him versus the the Broncos this weekend. Just be careful because. Um, you know, it might it might not happen. There's a lot of lot of Titans that are out. Denver, of course, is the same conference AFC, but they're not. Uh, they're obviously not in the AFC South, right? Uh, which is, I think, what what Vrabel concentrates and and each team concentrates on their division, mm-hmm. and then looks elsewhere to add on wins during the season. But if you're you know, if you're completely banged up from your quarterback to your defense, star defensive linemen and linebackers, you know, it, it might be a time where Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos get healthy on offense and have a, have a pretty pretty good game with as many players on defense on the Titans that are out. Now who's going to stop them? Yeah, I mean, who's a, you know what I mean? Who's going to tackle them? I mean, yeah. the, I mean, the secondary for the Titans have always been uh, suspect. You know what I mean? Correct. And so, so now we're going to go into uh, what about Derek Henry's status? Derek Henry. 
that I, I didn't see any mention of him okay. on the injury report. Um, and you know, is it his foot again? Is that is it, what, uh, who knows? All I know is they didn't practice Monday or Tuesday. I'd just give him some time off. Good gosh, the guy's <clears> been running like a madman the last five weeks. He's leading the league in rushing again, which is unreal. Close to 900 yards, ain't it? I think so. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Well, in college, uh, we went over a little bit in college uh, football this week and the, some local teams. Vanderbilt, 3-6 and six Vanderbilt, is traveling to Lexington to play Kentucky. Number 24 ranked Kentucky, who's 6-3. and three. Um, The, <clears throat> the uh, Kentucky Wildcats are a 17-point favorite. Like I said earlier, Missouri is traveling to Nayland Stadium to play number five, Tennessee. And they are the Vols are favored by 21. LSU is going to be at Arkansas. Uh, LSU by three and a half. Um, let's move on down the line here. Louisville at number 10, Clemson. Boston College, two and seven is number 16, NC State. NC State could could get pretty well right there. Uh, they, but, you know, Boston College is – I don't know. Who knows about Boston College? Good Lord. Georgia is at Mississippi State. Uh, obviously, Georgia's number one in the country, um, playing six and three at Mississippi State, and uh, Georgia's a seventeen-point favorite. Uh, North Carolina and Wake Forest, you know that over/under is seventy-seven points in that. God. It means take the over. There are, and uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, seventy-seven points. T- the, I think the best game of the weekend will be TCU undefeated at Texas. Texas and Texas is favored by seven. So if you're thinking, wow, undefeated TCU, number four in the country, is getting seven points with Texas, I'm going to bet the house on TCU. Be careful because Vegas was not built on winners, people. They were built on losers. Correct. So, um, let's see. Stanford at number 13, Utah uh, in, the, in the evening. And Arizona is at number 12, UCLA. And, you know, talking about UCLA, UCLA, Oregon, and Southern Cal, like we talked about yesterday on the show, uh, they're all eight and one, mm-hmm. and they they could end. One of those teams could emerge if they went out and win the Pac twelve championship game. Could come out of the Pac twelve twelve and one. Now twelve and one, Pac twelve team UCLA, Southern Cal, or Oregon. I mean, it's got to be pretty tempting and pretty pretty sexy to the college football playoff committee. Yeah, right, yeah, I mean, because they, it's you know they, they typically don't have many teams. We have it that that have you know I think Washington coach mentioned last week was the last team to make the playoff. Right, and, and you haven't had many, and they have a chance now to to include the western side of the United States. So that's you know that's a that's an opportunity right there that the uh, college football that, playoff committee might be might be looking at. And where's the championship game this year? California and Los Angeles. There you go. So it's 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 interesting to see uh, the dynamics um, leading up to the college football playoffs and who's going to make it and who's not. And really, like I just said earlier, there's about three games to be played in these college football teams regular regular seasons, and there's still a heck of a lot to be determined in those three games. Good I mean. Time. Yeah, oh, no doubt. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I um, What about this right here, Drake, Clayton? Read this morning that Auburn officially has sold out the game for tomorrow. 
with Texas A&M. Sold out. Three and six Auburn playing three and six A&M, and Auburn has sold tickets completely out. How did Cadillac Williams? That's right. New buzz. You know why? Why would now you explain to our listeners why Cadillac Williams uh, he's would, a, he, would, would have a would would have? Uh, he's an Auburn guy. He was a great football player right down there for Tommy. Oh, Tur- I understand who he is. I just wonder he's, what he's, what, he's, he's the, the interim. How does how does he make a difference on selling out? Selling out the he's the interim head coach, and I think people were excited to see how energy well they, how well they competed last week in overtime against Mississippi State. And also, like Coach just said, the energy that you see on the sidelines from him. I mean, look, hey, I, there's going to be, a, there's going to be, a, you know, I'm sure a group of Auburn people that if he was to win this game tomorrow and the next couple of games, well, the big I, one is the end of the season. You know, they, they would give him the job. Uh, so there's no doubt that he's he's coaching his tail off, but he's not going to get that job. No, they, you know, okay. we, we've been told they've offered 11 million to Lane Kiffin. That's not going to happen, and they'll probably go up to Liberty, pay out that contract, and bring Hugh, Hugh, Freeze. Hugh Freeze down. The the life coach, Hugh, Hugh Freeze, how, how to live a, a, a fulfilling family life by using <laughs> using using the University of Mississippi's nine hundred phones and dialing nine hundred numbers and calling up <laughs> escort and calling escorts out of Memphis. You know how they found out about that? How they? It was a Houston nut lawsuit against the University of Old Miss, or against the University of Mississippi. And they actually pulled those records. I don't know why, but they ended up finding that when Hugh Freeze was on a recruiting trip in Florida, he just happened to call some escorts. He got that information from Mike Price. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mike. You know, Mike was never even. He wasn't even. Mike Price was never even under contract at Alabama. He never. He never had, they his- had never even signed one single piece of paper. All that went on the summer leading up to. Matter of fact, that's why they, Alabama did not put him under contract because of his record uh, of carousing and buying underage, whatever he did. Whatever he did. But alcohol, I'm just saying. Yeah. He was never uh, technically under contract and an employee of the University of Alabama. Now they said that he was on kind of he was on kind of this uh, double secret probation period leading that summer, and it was because he, he had him in the spring, right? Yeah. But. During the summer, he had to do all these kind of appearances, like roll, you know, do these golf tournaments and stuff like that, but. The University of Alabama knew, and they told him, they said, if you get through the summer unscathed, then we will sit down and, and work out a contract with you before the season starts. Well, didn't go unscathed. <laughs> didn't quite happen. And then they hired Bambi. <laughs> they did. They did. They knew the program was in such shambles. They said we can get by with him until uh, – and that's what he was. He was a, a Bambi hire. He was Bambi. Well, anyway. I liked him, though. Mike Shula was a good guy. I got to meet Mike him. Mike Shula, he's a good guy. He's, he's yeah. vanilla. You know what yeah. I mean? He's not a very good offensive coordinator. No. I mean, he was terrible. He, was, he came from Tampa Bay, and he, Tampa Bay was last in the NFL, and I think in, in offense. I don't know. Think, think about this, Drake. He brought in his offensive coordinator from college who had been selling IT stuff or insurance for like had been out of football for a couple of years. That's ultimately what caused him to get fired. They told him at the end of the 06 season, you're going to make this change or you're gone. And they fired him. 
Well, there you go. Okay, other games this weekend in college football. And ones that, you know, are, are some games of interest to me. Pittsburgh, 5-4 and four Pittsburgh. And I feel as though Pittsburgh's been playing a little bit better the last couple, couple of weeks. They are at 3-6 and six Virginia, and Pittsburgh is only favored by 4.5. You guys out there might want to take a look at Pittsburgh, the minus 4.5 at Virginia. Virginia has no running game whatsoever. And I think if Pittsburgh gets out, just 10 or, you know, 10 points ahead of Virginia. I don't think Virginia could ever, could ever catch up. I don't, I don't think they can hold on the ball. They can make enough first downs with such a pitiful running game. I don't think they could ever catch up. Oklahoma is at West Virginia, uh, and it's tough to play at West Virginia, and West Virginia is getting eight points from Oklahoma. Purdue is at number 21, Illinois, and Illinois is by six and a half. And, and you know what? Purdue at five and four, I'm just telling you, they've got a pretty good quarterback. They can score some points. They might keep that game a little closer than, than what people think. Um, we're getting ready to take our second break. I've got, believe it or not, I've got some Magic 8 Ball. That Magic 8 Ball was ice cold the past couple of days. It felt a little warmer Um this afternoon when I pulled it out of its case. So you guys hang tight. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake for Coach James and uh, Clayton the Claw. Give us two minutes, and we'll be right back. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Welcome back in. You are listening to the Front Port Sports Radio Hour on WKOM FM 101.7 right out of downtown Columbia, located on West 7th Street. I I haven't – nobody on the show has mentioned this yet, but we want to wish you a congratulations on the newest addition to your family. Oh, Carl the dog. Carl. We just – Susan and I just got a a new little puppy. He's seven weeks old, and he – you know – He's got some Alabama ties, some roll tide. He, he's from Webb, Alabama, which is just north of uh, Dothan. How old's Carl? Carl is about seven weeks old. He was born on nine twenty-five. He's a little miniature dachshund, and um, you know he's so far so good. Of course, we just got him yesterday, but he's he's definitely a cutie, and uh, you know I'll I'll post uh, on the WKOM Facebook yeah. page. I'll try to get some pictures of him and. And post some pictures of him, and absolutely, he's a key. You know, he he's and and the thing about it is to look at Carl in the head right now, he looks like a little a yellow lab puppy. He did. He's got I thought a, he was a little black nose yeah. and, and 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 black black pads on his feet. And I used to have a hundred and ten pound yellow lab, and his name was Bama. Okay. And he rode, and he I took him to work every day, and I mean he was you know he was part of my life, and I, he went everywhere with me. Um, but you know, uh, eventually old age got him. And so, uh, then we were just left with our other dog, Charlie and old age got him uh, probably nine months ago or so. And we just didn't Im- immediately pull the trigger. We waited a little while and we just felt this was the right time. And I saw Carl online and called the lady that was uh, raising him or had him had the litter. And sure enough, it just worked out perfect. She was going to Illinois and yesterday and she drove right by and we met the cracker barrel off of i-65 and did the did the transaction there that's fantastic it was super it was like it was meant to be absolutely that's exactly what susan said so carl carl von kaiser is now (laughs) uh is now our uh, new new addition to the family and i hope you guys get to meet him um Okay, uh, we were talking about when we left there some games tomorrow that that I was just looking over the schedule and um, 
Uh, Rutgers, four and five, is going to Michigan State. You know, you know, Michigan State just pulled a big upset this past weekend. Um, so Michigan State's favored by 10 points against Rutgers. And Michigan State is just not very good. I mean, they're both four and five. Uh, the over-under total in this game is 40 points. Ugh. So it's going to be – if Michigan were – if Michigan State were to cover, uh, let's say – uh, you're probably looking at maybe a 25 to 50, uh, 25 to 14 game if it were going to hit around 40 points. And you know, that's not a lot, that's not a lot of wiggle room right there as far as covering and keeping it around the over under. So I'm kind of thinking Rutgers right there. Um, and tonight there are three, there are three games tonight and the Magic Eight Ball has a pick for one of them at the end of, into this segment. And USC is another – is playing Colorado tonight at 8.30. At 8.30. 8.30. Um, and USC is the 35-point favorite. They're 8-1. and one, Colorado's 1-8. and eight. Now, my question is, is USC – are they going to be playing for style points in that? Most definitely. The quarterback will enhance his Heisman Trophy look tonight. And uh, is, is USC trying to show being on Friday night? Is USC going to show the world, uh, you know, we belong? I think I, I think have to. So, yeah, it's their opportunity. So what I'm trying to tell you guys, if you're thinking about about taking Colorado and the points right there, I'd be a little bit weary of it yeah. just because there's a few factors that are stacked against you. Correct. Not yeah. only the Heisman Trophy candidate and Caleb Williams, but that – and, uh, and that USC is trying to position themselves a little bit better for the college football playoffs coming down the road. And also, they're playing on Friday night when nobody else is playing. So all eyes will be on USC. So why not run the score up on lowly Colorado Buffaloes? They're terrible. They're horrible. But USC, we watched them play last Saturday night. USC's defense is horrible. Okay. Well, I mean, remember when, when have they ever had a good? <laughs> my question is, you know, I guess but, I guess Oregon uh, Oregon was the last Oregon was the last team that that I from the from the West Coast Utah maybe right now, but they're the only team I ever remember having a decent uh, defense. Whatever happened to the Thibodeau guy? Do you remember the Thibodeau, the linebacker from Oregon? Do you know who? Do you know? Do you yeah, know I remember. Him. I remember him. I mean, he was just there a couple of years ago. Wasn't he? Wasn't he their stud linebacker? I, I haven't heard of anything. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know whatever happened. I mean, he was dom for the for the Pac twelve. He was dominant out there, but not. I haven't heard anything else as far as uh, uh, from him. But uh, so anyway, uh, I would be careful about firing down on. Uh, Colorado tonight with all those factors in mind. Uh, I'm just trying to think what else we got going on this weekend. You got college basketball, man. That's right. It's here. Can can you all give me up? Who's in the? Who's a, give us? Give me the top five. Top five. Uh, okay, I can pull that up. Uh, I do know that Alabama plays tonight at home against uh, Liberty, and I they won their first game against Longview. 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 I actually watched. Is that, that a game. neighborhood or is that a college? It's a college. Oh, it is a college. It's is in it Texas, Virginia. Virginia. Oh, Virginia. Longview, Virginia. Yeah, and not Falwell U. I know. I, I watched that thing on Hulu the other day. Have you all watched that? Yet? I want to though. It's good. What is it? 
The thing about Jerry Falwell Jr. and the oh, fall I, of him on Hulu. I was telling you about oh that. Oh my God, it's a little, it's 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 crazy. I mean, they, the the stuff that's going on the the guy that Giancarlo or whatever his name that was the what with the, the pool the pool boy that yeah, was yeah. that was had an affair with his wife. Well, it wasn't an affair. I mean, Jerry Falwell Jr. knew all about it. He he facilitated it. Correct. So and, yeah, I mean, he, it wasn't like a secret. I mean, he was watching and stuff. So. Anyway, Liberty. It's on Hula. Okay. Uh, uh, top five college basketball North Carolina, number one, Gonzaga, number two, Houston, number three, Kentucky, number four, and Baylor is number five. Tennessee, as far as SEC goes, you got Arkansas at 10, Tennessee at 11, uh, Auburn is at 15, Alabama is at 20, and those so, are your you SEC teams. And you bring up Tennessee basketball. And. <laughs> And God bless the Tennessee Vol fans. Can what else? What else can the what else can the sports gods do to them? I mean, you think about. Let's just go back to basketball season last year. You know what were they saying? Final four. We're going to the final four. Did, <laughs> right? I mean, think of. Remember that? You all remember? that. Oh, I do. And okay. same thing in baseball. And then then comes okay. So then Tennessee lays an egg in the I don't I can't super remember. regionals. It, <laughs> Well, it, against Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Correct. Right, at home against correct. Notre Dame. They baseball. lose in baseball. Lost two out of three. And, and they were going to the College World Series and going to win it. Hell, they were number one the majority of the year. Correct. Over the Vandy boys. Uh, and and then be, uh, but before that in basketball, they were going to the Final Four in basketball too and got – Our friend Tony Basilio is not a big fan of – I don't believe of Rick Barnes. So this is going to be fun to watch how this develops throughout the year. Okay. Just stay tuned. Heifel has set new heights up there and new expectations. And then, and now, now we look at, after we move past last year's basketball team and last year's baseball team, then we move to this fall's football team and, uh, they're in heaven. <laughs> But it hasn't ended well. It has not ended well. They have not come out very well at all. Okay, we are, speaking of ending well, we've got to end better than we have the last two shows with the dang Magic 8 Ball. Magic 8 Ball and I had a come-to-Jesus meeting. And Did he I, have the flu? I mean, you know, I don't know what his problem He's He just hadn't been on his game lately. But he gave me, uh, there are two games tonight. Cincinnati is favored by four and a half. UNLV is getting nine and a half from Fresno. And those are the two picks. Cincinnati minus four and a half. Let me let me just double check real quick. And UNLV plus nine and a half against Fresno State. Uh, and Cincinnati is playing East Carolina. They are at home. And they are favored by four and a half. And the Magic 8 ball says Cincinnati minus four and a half. And then take UNLV plus the nine and a half against, at home against Fresno State. And we wish you all a wonderful weekend. Um, and we'll talk to you on Monday, 4 o'clock. This has been the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Clayton and Coach Dickinson. And uh, we're out.